Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. And it's also a blessing and a mission. It is a calling and a mission. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. we got a good show coming up for you. I think it's going to have packed full of information and warnings and, and maybe inspire you. I hope it will inspire you. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for your grace, for your love, and for your mercy. We thank you for your forgiveness and such a loving Father that you're always there to catch us when we fall. May we learn from all the mistakes that we make, Father. We ask that you protect us and that you will protect our President and surround him with wise and godly counsel and the gift of discernment that he shall know the difference of all the things he has to sift through. Guide us, Father, each day as we try to walk your way and we're trying to fight for this nation and freedom. Oh, our freedom of religion is on the line. I never in my life thought we would be at this point, Father. But freedom is only one generation away of being lost. And we have been a very spoiled people, just like the prodigal son, ready to walk away and use all our riches, and then next thing you know, we've spoiled it all, and we come running back to the Father. May we do that, O God, run back to you. Bless my advertisers, O Father, and the sponsors of CSE Talk Radio. Make them successful in their endeavors and profitable in their businesses. And again, here am I, send me, UCSE Talk Radio, to help all these and to bring America home. For such a time as this, we pray. Amen. And it's going to be a scorcher today. Here in the Midwest, right here in the smack dab in the middle of the nation. Hot, hot, hot. I know. You're you're thinking, Beth, you're not here to give us an out-of-the-window, looking-out-the-window weather report. We can look it up on our phones. You know, those wonderful plastic pocket computers that keep us connected to the world and dependent on China. Yeah, you didn't see that coming, did you? Because... Uh, I'm one of those easygoing gals, and I don't have a strong curiosity, scientific curiosity about things, how they work. Until about two years ago, I had not really understood or even heard the term rare earth minerals. But they apparently are quite important. They are necessary to make our techie devices and those lithium batteries run. And on top of that, they're also necessary for wind turbines and solar panels and electric vehicles. It's green energy, you know. 
According to a recent article by Daniel Turner, the Chinese figured this all out a while back and wiggled themselves to the top of that market. The Red New Deal, how China wants to dominate America through green energy. Some of what I thought, you know, was crazy, the Green New Deal, the brainless child of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, in which the claim is made climate change constitutes a direct threat to the national security of the United States. Well, she got that partly correct. I'll reword it for her because she needs a little help. Climate change worshippers and fearmongers constitute a direct threat to the national security of the United States. Congress has sold us out. And they continue to. Biden, if you'll remember, says, China is going to eat our lunch? Come on, man. I mean, you know, they're not bad folks, folks. But guess what? They're not competition for us. Come on, man. Okay, the second one was free. Daniel Turner is my guest today, and we're going to talk about the red owning the green and eating our lunch. Welcome back, Daniel. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me on, as always. Well, thank you for all that you do. This is a great article. And Did you get to be with uh, on Dan Bongino's show? No, and I am, I am trying my hardest to get on his show. I think we, we would get along because we're both named Dan and, uh, and we're both from New York. So we have an addition. <laughs> yeah, he is a New Yorker, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I met Dan. I met Dan several years ago. Uh, he and I both, that was before he was the big guy, you know. <laughs> but um, I think a lot of him. I think he's a, a great guy. Yeah. And he. I met him at a... a, a uh, a gun rally in Philadelphia, and we were both speakers. It was an outdoor event, and, and we were both speakers at that event. So I did get to meet Dan Bongino. I had him on the air a couple of times back in the day. So he's a good man. And you want me to try and put a good word in for you? Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. I've been thinking about trying to get him back on, but he is so busy with all of his interviews and, and his podcast and show that he does. I don't know if he'd find the time to be on CSE Talk Radio again, but uh, I had him on when he was running for Senate, too. I think he was running for a senator position back there in New York one day, but, uh, yeah, he's a good man. But he, he apparently liked your article. He is, yes, and I was, I was flattered that his, uh, you know, he created a site which is trying to uh, give the, the, the Drudge Report a little run for its money. And, you know, the Drudge Report really had a monopoly as an aggregator, as the aggregator of news for 20-some-odd years. I mean, they, they were made famous when they broke the Monica Lewinsky scandal back in whatever year that was, 96, 97. And, and uh, the Drudge Report really held the title of the number one aggregator of news um, but they have slipped, and Dan saw an opportunity, and so he created his own similar aggregator, and that's why we were happy to give this report to him, because he's got a very big audience, and I think they would care deeply about the, 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 the China angle of what we were trying to highlight. Well, and he, he has been quite active on Parlor. We just uh, got on that a couple of weeks ago and just getting started on it. Uh, so we do a little parlay over there <laughs> and echo out some news as best we can and opinions and thoughts. And so, but this is a great article that you wrote and it puts 
you know, somebody like me, and I, and I have to be honest about my my ignorance and my lack of curiosity. I didn't know what rare earth minerals was until I guess about two years ago. And I think uh, you and I were talking about it, and Rudy was uh, telling me all about. It. I said, "Well, I had no clue. You know, I just thought you just you know made batteries in the factory. I didn't know what went in them." <laughs> And people use that to their advantage, right? I mean, these are very complicated, scientifically complicated uh, policy decisions. They're not as cut and dry as uh, what should we teach in kindergarten, right? Should we reopen yeah. schools? Even that is a complicated issue to a certain oh my extent, God, it right? Is today, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and and I think I think the the enemies of freedom, let's call it that, because I don't want to say left or right, because I think sometimes there are enemies of freedom on the right too. But oh, I absolutely, of, absolutely. I think the enemies of freedom like to take complicated issues and think that if we are unaware of all the different facts and the nuance, we will just like a bunch of lemmings follow their lead, and so. Mm. The left tries to, at least in the area I work in, which is the energy and climate space, they try to make it simple. Fossils are bad. We need to move to green energy, which is good. And if we just go green, everything will be the same. Um, they don't talk about how much green energy costs, whether or not it can produce the same amount of kilowatts to power cities. But then what we wanted to talk about here is, well, where does our green energy come from, and what would this mean if we went green? And that's what the report is all about. We'll talk more because I think I hear music. You do hear the music. You know, I I wanted to point out too that uh, I don't think China in itself is very green. People wear masks there all year round every year. So we're headed into a break. We're going to talk about this article that uh, Daniel wrote, the Red New Deal. How China wants to dominate America through green energy and everything else they can possibly get their hands on. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power the Future. Visit his website, powerthefuture.com. And tune in here because he's here twice a month. And we will be there. Our founding fathers knew that the heartland would be coveted by those who want the land and its resources or hated by those who simply do not understand its value. It is that simple. And yet today, the humble folks in the heartland are losing jobs and feeling the pressures from an out-of-control bureaucracy as well as outsiders with agendas. From the heartlands of America come our food, manufacturing, and our energy. CSC Talk Radio is a voice crying from the heartland and standing up for rural America. And so is Power the Future. Power the Future is a unique foundation established to be the voice for rural American energy jobs. Daniel Turner is a strong advocate pushing against those who would like to punish rural folks and take their jobs for the sake of climate change or the land and its wealth. I'm proud to be a part of Power the Future and bring Daniel Turner here to you. Our future depends on it. Let's power the future as we bring America home to common sense jobs and give our rural families a voice. Visit PowerTheFuture.us. PowerTheFuture.us is the way to bring America home. 
Melody Cedarstrom and CSE Talk Radio team up as Common Sense Voices of Integrity. I personally endorse Melody Cedarstrom to be your trusted go-to expert for all your precious metal needs. Experts agree a financial crisis and even collapse is inevitable. Given our government's lack of economic leadership and self-interest of those in power, it's no longer a question of if you should purchase gold and silver, but if you will purchase gold and silver before it's too late. Melody encourages you to tune in each weekday morning, visit CSETalkRadio.com. We both agree truth and education are the two significant factors in both our missions. There is a wealth of misinformation out there. Let Melody and Beth Ann help you sort through the chaos and bring you home to the truths that will ensure that you and your family are protected. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading, 1-800-375-4188 or online at DGSCoins.com. Melody and Beth Ann are strong forces together working to Preserve liberty and bring America home. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, CSETalkRadio.com and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code Bethann and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. I'm going to kind of turn this over to you here in just a moment, Dan, and let you uh, talk about um, this article and all that you've pointed out. I have a, I have a quote from Parler um, by John Matz. He says, China was over, has over 400 million people in their middle class. They also censor heavily. If U.S. companies want to sell in China, Hollywood, NBA, etc., he says, they must conform to Chinese censors. Our cancel culture is already enabling this with a larger population of people who feel it's acceptable to destroy businesses, livelihoods, and censor those they feel have the wrong opinion. Corporations, especially publicly traded, feel it is easier to give in to censors to improve stock prices and mark profits. And I added to this, today Americans have been forced into the reality that China, communist China, while they might have upgraded their business suits, they are still evil communists willing to kill and do whatever they have to do for dominance and power. And uh, that's exactly, they've been plotting their dominance for a long time. It didn't just creep up on us. Uh, they've been doing this for a long time. It's creeped up on the American people. But our officials, I think... They knew what was going on, but they just didn't care because it, it met their narrative. Now, I'm going to kind of turn that over to you. No, I think you raise it. That's a, that's a, that's a perfect uh, and, and extremely important point is 
this was very much a plan of China's to take this position of dominance over the last 30 years, and they have followed it perfectly. They have executed it perfectly. Um, it is the fault of the American government. It is the fault of, fault of past presidents of both parties and members of Congress who have watched this happen and have not sounded the alarm. And, and in, the, in the dumbest scenario I was thinking, the dumbest analogy I was thinking at the commercial break, it says if you're, you're, you're a family raising your kids and, and a family moves in down the block and they want to be the cool parents. And so they have all the kids at their pool, they let them drink, there are no rules, and all the kids want to go to that parent's house because they think it's cool. But you and your gut know, well, this is not good. I don't want my kids at that house. Your kids probably hate you. And they're like, well, we want to go to the cool parent's house, but you know <laughs> that what happens at their house is bad. How did China get this position? Well, they were wanted to be the cool country. So if right. you are in, in this space, the rare earth space or the green technology space, and they said, hey, look, in Missouri, you got to follow this rule, and there's the Missouri Health Commissioner, and there's the EPA, and all these regulations, you know what? Just make your solar panels in Wuzhang, China, and there are no rules. And you say, well, holy cow, no rules? I'll go to China. And that's what everyone did. So you, at the, at the, before the commercial break, said China is not green. And you're absolutely right. China does leave the world in pollution, and not just in terms of plastic or in CO2 emissions, uh, ocean plastic, I mean, or in CO2 emissions, but in groundwater contamination and in environmental destruction because there are no rules in China. They have purposely lured all of these companies from around the world to China because there are no regulations, there's no inspector, there's no child labor laws. And so yeah. it is very profitable to be in China. And what that has done is it has made us completely dependent on them for so many of our products. We've seen it with the medical industry, but I'm trying to raise the alarm on the rare earth and the green technology industry of what it will mean if we are completely dependent on China. Well, and I liked what you said here. China is not just car, just competition. They're our enemy. And they yes. proved it. I mean, here they have, uh, what is it you said, they've got 90% of our medical supplies are made in China. And they threatened the Americans. They threatened us that they're not, if, you know, if we try to cut anything or do anything, they're not going to send us that stuff. I mean... They did. They've got yeah. us over a barrel, or at least they think they do. I, I think uh, Donald Trump will get us out of this if we can get the people smart enough to realize what's happened and, and many, continuing to happen. And many in governor, uh, government, including your wonderful senator from Missouri, Josh Hawley, yes, have, have raised the alarm on this. And now uh, it, is, it is a lot easier to move a ibuprofen processing plant back to America, right? It is much easier to move medical supply equipments because manufacturing we still know how to do in America, etc. But the, the, the nuance of the rare earth argument that we're trying to make is these, these elements are, are, they are found in America. We'll talk about that in a bit. But China right now dominates the market with 95% of, of, the, of the market coming from China, right? They control the elements, the, the key components of wind turbines, of solar panels. So even if people say, well, okay, we'll just make wind turbines and solar panels in America. Well, but if the components are only made in China, 
well, pretty soon you could have a wind turbine factory that's broken down. They only last 10 years. Solar panels yeah. only last 10 years, and they need replacement parts. If the parts are only made in China, well, how? hallelujah, China said we're going to withhold medical supplies during the pandemic. What if they withhold electrical supplies, green supplies that power our grid, that power our economy? Turning uh, America into a green economy just makes China that much stronger. Mm. That's that's a scary thought. It is. You know, when I when I read the uh, title of your article, I thought, oh wow, you know, the Red Deal, the Red New Deal, because that, that's what they're after. And people like me, who really don't pay attention to what makes things work, <laughs> and I don't have that scientific curiosity mind, you know, they don't realize that these components all come from China. Now, I had, uh, there was uh, some folks that uh, advertised when I was with Derry Brownfield, and I went to see them there in Milwaukee, and they made a particular apparatus for your back uh, that you could put in your car, you plugged it in, and it kind of massaged your back gently to keep people that travel a lot that you from having those those back problems with the muscles that get tightened up while you're there and sitting there all that time and uh i re- i met with them and they were frustrated because they had to have it made in china but it wasn't always correct so when they got it back over here they had to remake it you know reconfigure it re-put it back together and uh you know it's kind of like congress passing that law several years ago about light bulbs mm-hmm and all the light bulbs are made in China, and everybody was in an uproar, and then it all calmed down, and nobody. Exactly. And now we're we're frustrated every time we screw in a light bulb because it doesn't work. It doesn't it doesn't stay there very long. And, and, and uh, we have been in this position before. If if your listeners of a certain age, which is anything older than Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, so anyone over the age of thirty <laughs> knows this. Anyone under the age of thirty probably has learned this if they've been paying attention. We have been in this position before when it comes to oil. That was the power of yes. OPEC. That was the power of Saudi Arabia. Um, that was why, to a certain extent, you could argue first Gulf War, second Gulf War. People used to say no blood for oil, and and that's a reductionist and kind of a dumb argument because without oil, we have no economy, right? So it's not just no blood for oil. Oil is way more than what we put in our car. It runs our entire economy. But we've become oil independent. We don't need the Saudis and and the OPEC anymore. And boy, oh boy, are they frustrated by that. But we we don't care about what happens in the Middle East. Look at this president who's trying to pull our troops out of the Middle East because it doesn't matter because we don't need them. Why would we reverse course? And Deng Xiaoping, who was the... Chinese premier in the 90s, many of your audience will remember that name, Deng Xiaoping, he said, Middle East has oil, but China has rare earths. And he foresaw the future and said, if we can dominate this market, we can do to America and the world what OPEC has been doing to the world. So why would we cede this position of power that we finally got under the, out from under the thumb of OPEC? Why would we place ourselves back under a master when we don't need to? And that's the alarm that has to be sounded. And and it goes, you know, we've talked before uh, with you and with others, you know, that that China has, they have this uh, monopoly on the market. And 
you know, the United States has been caught up in this. And now we realize how bad it is with this pandemic. And that's a topic for another story, mm-hmm. uh, for another day. But it's everything. And you and I both know that. I bought my husband, a, and Rudy got one, too, an American flag for Christmas. And it says, Made in America. Made in the USA. And Daniel, when we opened it up to put it up, the pole and the bracket to hang them is made in China. Yeah. So so how deceiving was that? You know, you think you're buying this thing made in the USA. Well, the flag itself was, but to hang it, you got to have China? I mean... It's it's just it goes on it goes on and on and on with the things that we purchase that are made in China or somewhere else. You can't buy decent, at least girl shoes, <laughs> made in America anymore. I think Melania and I should start our own uh, shoe factory. But anyway, that's <laughs> <laughs> Melania and I both like the high heels. We're going into a break. Um, your calls are welcome. If you've got a topic about China, if you've got a comment. Make it quick, make it sweet. 877-895-5410 and Daniel Bethann will be right back. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. Daniel, I, I gave everybody the opportunity to call in. We got some callers. I want to remind them to keep it short and sweet. This is the segment we're going to take the calls, and we got several of them piling up. We've got Joe from Arkansas. He would talk about rare earth minerals. Yeah, I've got a question, and that's this. Okay. Um, I remember reading an excellent economic book some years ago called Unforgiven by Charles Walters, Jr., and there was a chapter in there called The Starch and Steel. It was about manganese. And we were being told around World War II times, apparently, that there was no manganese in the United States and we had to import it from other countries. And it said that there was this professor that said he had absolutely proved that there was a huge deposit of manganese somewhere in one of the western states, as good as any manganese anywhere in the world that we were being lied to about this. So that makes makes me think, whenever I hear about, you know, we don't have this or that rare earth or this or that mineral in the United States, are we being lied to about that also? Do we really have all these minerals in the United States? Yes, you are being lied to, <laughs> as, as simple as could be. And, and here's part of the, the frustration I have in this argument is the same environmental groups, the Sierra Club, the Greenpeace, the National mm-hmm. Resource Defense Council, the groups that I battle with on a regular basis, the same groups that are forcing this green agenda on us, that are telling us we have to go after it with the fossil fuel industry, we have to uh, um, stop using oil, gas, coal, etc. They are the same ones who prevent us from mining these rare earths in America. These rare earths are found. Um, they're found in America. They're found clearly in China. Um, Australia has an awful lot of, of rare earths in them. But these countries allow people to explore them. Uh, here's a case in point. Not a rare earth, but it is an, an essential um, a, an essential element for all green vehicles. All green technology is copper. Um, your average hybrid car, think of all the hybrids you see on the road, has about 80 pounds, 80 pounds of copper in it, right? Copper is extremely valuable. It is necessary for all electric vehicles. The largest copper discovery in the world is in Alaska. That 
mine has been fighting for 15 years to open. And the people who are blocking it are the same green groups that are telling the Joe Biden campaign, you have to mandate we all have electric vehicles. Now, there's wow. got to be some money trail in there that we don't allow us to, old, uh, to, to open copper mines in America, but you want us to open copper mines in other countries. So I haven't dug into the money aspect yet. Maybe that's next. But there are reasons why they do not want us to find these minerals here in America. Wow. All right, yeah, Joe. Thank you. It, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much what it sounds like globalist corporations are funding these astroturf environmental groups. Well, and uh, and Congress, yeah. Congress is getting yeah. they're they're getting money under the table. I'm convinced of that. Uh, somehow, some way, uh, they're selling us out, and uh, that's that's just my but that's just my opinion. I have no reporters or investigators to tell me whether it is or not. So, thank you, Joe. We're going to go to Tim in Iowa. Tim, how are you today? Hi, Beth. How's it going? Hi, Daniel. It's going good. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, you know, for the longest time, I was real proud. I had We just switched phones. Uh, we've got a Samsung phone now. For the longest time, I was real proud. I was, had We had Motorola phones because Motorola had made a comeback, you know. Here they're made over in Illinois. The factory is still there yet and everything. I thought, boy, that's great. I got an American-made phone. Then I found out about a month ago on a list that Motorola is owned by the Chinese. The Chinese oh. bought them out in 2014. Wow. And you think about established companies. I know Smithfield Foods is. That explains a lot about what's going on yes. with NASCAR, what's happened to it. Yes. And uh, you, you see, so the biggest thing is, uh, I got to think they're taking over a lot of companies that we think are established American companies, and, and they're not. The last time we knew Samsung's made in South Korea, but more than likely they're probably getting their precious metal, their earth, earth minerals and that from uh, rare earth minerals from China. Oh, it's crazy. And, you know, that's one reason I'm going to let Daniel take over here, but that's one reason I have that book. And it says, what if everything were made in America again? And and he said his, his light bulb came on when he tried to buy a light bulb. He thought GE was an American company, and next thing you know, it says made in China. Um, so, it, you know, it's just it goes on and on and on with, with the dependence we have and everything that we've turned over. They should be a very wealthy nation. They've got all our jobs over there and our manufacturing over there. Daniel, yeah, it's, it's our money, it's our equities too. Yeah, and and I have Daniel. no problem with companies manufacturing where it makes sense for them to be profitable, but but this is the mistake is that when we when we have for decades assumed that China was our friend, and I watched um, starting with the Clinton administration when they gave China most favored nation status, and we watched during the Bush administration as jobs shipped to China. Same with the Obama administration. But no one raised the flag to say, okay, we, we never want to see jobs leave America, right? But if jobs went to New Zealand, if they went to Canada, if they went to even to Mexico, those countries do not have an ideological war with the United States government. Those countries are not our enemies. And so, of course, we never want to see jobs leave America. But when we send jobs to countries that are truly hostile to us, 
case in point, for, for 80 years of the Cold War, we never shipped jobs to the Soviet Union. Why do we treat China differently than we treated the Soviet Union? And why did we understand intrinsically in our DNA, and maybe Reagan did the best job at this, why do we understand that the Soviets were genuinely a corrupt and evil country? Why were we afraid of Soviet power? And with China, which is just as communist, we kind of brush over and like, ah, eh, the Chinese, they're fine. We'll send them our jobs. We'll send them our cash. We, we stifled the Soviet Union and we bankrupted them. We could do the same thing with China. All it takes is the political will, and I only see one person, and that's the president, who has the will yeah. to do it. I was going to say, maybe we don't mind corruption because D.C. is so corrupted in and of itself. Thank you, Tim. I've got one more caller to go to before, the end, before we finish this segment. We've got Roger in New Mexico. Roger? Yes, uh, very good discussions here. Uh, Trump has the same problem Lincoln had, slave labor in China. Follow the slave labor. All American corporations are putting our, our, all of our factories over to China, going over to China. They don't want to upset the apple car because they're making a killing. I ordered a metric cap from an American MSCD tool company. It cost me 17 bucks, and I, they sent it a shoebox. Oops, uh, charged me 13. It cost me 30 bucks for the tap. It's a size of your thumb. <laughs> Okay, I had the wrong thread. I had to reorder it. So they gave me my $17 back. I went on the Internet. I found it in Hong Kong for $3 free shipping. I got them side by side. They're identical. So the American corporations are buying $3 apps in China and selling them to me for 30 bucks. Everybody's on a gravy train. And that's why everybody hates Trump because he's upset in that. And you you think of the number of of workers who uh, have to get paid a fair wage in America. They have to go through training. How many workers in in, in any manufacturing plant have taken the day off because they have to do a Black Lives Matter sensitivity training? And that's productivity. And all those things cost money. And family leave costs money. And... So the average American worker is expensive, which means the products are expensive. But if I can ship all that to China where they pay children a dollar a day, well, that's very good for the company. And and this is where corporate interests are not necessarily America's interests. And we have to stop following corporate interests and care about our country. And I hear the music. Roger, I know you have one more point, if you can make it really, really quick. Oil. In 1960, I'm 20 years old at the University of Oklahoma. A state senator sent me a letter I should have kept. He predicted the 21st century. He said, America has to make a decision. Do we develop domestic oil or do we invest in super tankers and go overseas and suck up all the cheap oil? You know what they did. He says, let's leave our oil in the ground. It's money in the bank in the 21st century. When the cheap oil is all gone. And I'm on the clock. I'm on the clock. We got your point. Thank you, Roger. We're on the clock. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Power of the Future's Daniel Turner. And we will be right back. As 
a business owner, when was the last time you asked yourself if you have the right commercial insurance coverage? You need business insurance to protect everything you're building. One disaster without the right insurance could hurt your business. And larger deals you're trying to close may require that you have it. We recommend CoverWallet for all your business insurance needs. In just two minutes, with their award-winning technology, they can offer you free competitive quotes from top insurance carriers nationwide. CoverWallet has helped tens of thousands of businesses, startups, restaurants, truckers, construction companies, landscaping companies, beauty salons, consultants, and they can help you. No business is too big or too small. And it's a free call to find out. Protect your business. Get the right insurance for your business. Call CoverWallet right now. 800-220-7612. 800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. Makeup America is a brand new line of makeup made in America. Ladies, did you know that most American beauty brands do not make their cosmetics here in the USA? There is no guarantee of quality and transparency of ingredients, testing on animals, abidance to health and safety regulations, or quality control within the manufacturing environment. The old saying, beauty is only skin deep, refers to what's on the inside of the woman. And as you know, what's inside your beauty products matters to your skin. Makeup America is made in the USA, and they pledge to you that their products are non-GMO, paraben-free, fragrance-free, and never tested on animals. Launch your patriotism with Independence Red, Lady Liberty Blue. There's a variety of nail and lip colors to match. And lip care. MakeupAmerica.us Use promo code BEST20 to receive 20% discount. MakeupAmerica.us Our founding fathers knew that the heartland would be coveted by those who want the land and its resources or hated by those who simply do not understand its value. It is that simple. And yet today, the humble folks in the heartland are losing jobs and feeling the pressures from an out-of-control bureaucracy as well as outsiders with agendas. From the heartlands of America come our food, manufacturing, and our energy. CSC Talk Radio is a voice crying from the heartland and standing up for rural America. And so is Power the Future. Power the Future is a unique foundation established to be the voice for rural American energy jobs. Daniel Turner is a strong advocate pushing against those who would like to punish rural folks and take their jobs for the sake of climate change or the land and its wealth. I'm proud to be a part of Power the Future and bring Daniel Turner here to you. Our future depends on it. Let's power the future as we bring America home to common sense jobs and give our rural families a voice. Visit PowerTheFuture.us. PowerTheFuture.us is the way to bring America home. Don't miss Jason Shabetz, former congressman and Fox News Channel contributor, when he brings his wit, wisdom, and compelling message for life to Columbia for the VK Foundation's annual pro-life event on Tuesday, July 21st at the Holiday Inn Expo Center in Columbia, Missouri. Shabetz rose to chairman of the powerful House Oversight and Government Reform Committee only the fifth time in a hundred years a three-term representative ascended to such a position. Shabetz shares his 
his passion for the value of life, just like Vitae. Vitae's digital marketing strategies promote a culture of life while connecting women facing unplanned pregnancies with life-saving resources. Reserve your seat today for Vitae's dinner event on July 21st by going to adsforlife.org. The dinner will begin at 7 p.m. There will be social distancing guidelines and precautions taken for your safety. That's Jason Chavez on July 21st in Columbia, Missouri. Register today at adsforlife.org. And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Uh, Daniel, we just got, Rudy just got some breaking news on his phone that the UK now is banning Huawei. So, you know, they've been stealing and thieving from everybody. <laughs> I guess everybody's kind of catching on to it. And I have to, yeah. I have to ask before I let you take over here and finish our show up for us. I have to add, you know, whenever we talk about China, I go back to whatever happened to that office manager uh, of uh, Diane Feinstein. Whatever happened to him? <laughs> Nobody ever talks that about was, that. Where did I go? Is he still working for? I bet he's still working for. Um, I know, I'm sure he's he's no longer there, but was he ever, you know, brought up on charges? Was he just allowed to leave the country? So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, look, China has made it very clear that they are spying on us, that they are listening in on our devices, that they are monitoring. Absolutely, they don't hide it. So why do we continue to let them do that? Um, and And that's in terms of buying products in China. Uh, in terms of giving China more uh, power over us in any vital elements of our lives, medicines, et cetera, um, and now with energy. Um, there needs to be, and that's why this president has, has uh, is under such attack, because he is the first person to really call out this China threat. Um, and, 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 and thank God he's doing it, because the threat it will not go away. You know... America has been so comfortable for so long. Um, and most of us, even though I realize we've had a lot of Americans in the last couple of decades out of work, several decades out of work because of everything going overseas, everything going to China or, or other places, to Mexico. But we've been comfortable enough that we don't want to realize there's still enemies in the world. And I think the pandemic has has awakened the patriots that realize we still have we do have enemies and some of them are domestic some of them want to change us and make us look like china or venezuela but we do have enemies and china is an enemy yeah and and that's just a very that's a simple question for anyone to ask at the debate stage of any candidate of anyone who's running for office sometimes people say what can I do? How can I get involved? Here's how you can get involved, uh, involved, because everyone is going to be facing an election this November. Go to a candidate's event or email them or call them and ask them the simple question. You are pushing a green agenda. China controls 95% of green technology. Um, if China was willing to withhold medicines for us during the pandemic, what guarantees do we have that China won't withhold energy from us if we go green. So do you think going green is a national security risk? 
just paraphrase it however you want. (laughs) But not quite the way AOC was mentioning it. No, and and here's what they will do. They will talk about climate change and frontline communities, and they will talk about the planet, and they will say how we are at terrible risk of sea level rise, and you say, fine, fine, fine. I agree with all of that. I don't. That's what's all a load of, load of hooey, but let's just say for argument's sake, okay, fine, I agree with that. But is turning our sovereignty over to China the only solution? Because that is what we are doing if we go green. Um, and Joe Biden, just you have to go on his website. Oh, it's sad to go on his website. It's such drivel. It's, it really is. It's like it's, it's just terrible, but I have plowed through it multiple times. Oh, Go on his website and see the promise for how many solar panels he's going to buy, how many wind turbines he's going to buy, how many battery charging stations he's going to force on the American people. Well, not only is he buying it with taxpayer dollars from China, we're talking about trillions of dollars of transfer of wealth, but then China will con- control the actual components of those things in perpetuity. So when that wind turbine breaks, well, what good is it if you can't get the parts from China? And when that solar panel needs to be replaced, well, what good is it if you can't get the parts except from China? And that's the real long-term risk. Um, and, and that needs to be addressed by our national leaders. When we think of the finite parts of things that are running and working, just like that little back apparatus that it had, the little component had to be made in China, and yet when it got here, it wasn't quite what they wanted, so they had kind of reconfigure it. But your furnaces, your air conditioners, your vehicles, your computers, your your phones, every little thing, every every little thing that has some kind of component on it, I guess it has to come from China. Mm-hmm. So where would we be? You know, I have this vision. I've I've watched some uh, sci-fi movies where the world has been destroyed and there's just a few people left and they're walking through the shell of an earth, you know. Where would we be? Would would America become the, uh, the uh, you know, what hole that the president accused these third world countries of being because they've they bought into the communism and the socialism and nobody can nobody can make a living. Is that where we're going to be? Is that where we're headed? America is better than that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we were told, we were promised by our leaders for the last 30 years that as we allow this to happen, as jobs move to China, et cetera, they will enter into the middle class. They will experience prosperity. They'll get a taste for freedom. And then mm-hmm. that will be how we will we will not have to bankrupt China the way we had to bankrupt the Soviet Union. We will, uh, China will, will, will cash out of communism as they enter into prosperity. So for 30 years, we shifted jobs, we shifted wealth, we transferred huge amounts of our capital to China. Has China become freer? Has it become more capitalist? Has it become, no. Their concentration camps have grown. Their their, their uh, violation of human rights have grown. Now they've taken over all of Hong Kong. So China hasn't been saved by capitalism. Capitalism has been polluted by China. And anyone who That's and this is my biggest way. argument. Yeah, they and they say, well, what about free markets? This is not a free market argument. 
This is a survival of American sovereignty or the power of a Chinese communist country. And free markets do not exist when your enemy has a gun to your head, and we are not experiencing free markets right now. It goes back to the willing seller. <laughs> when we talk about eminent domain around here, it goes back to the, the willing seller. He's only willing because you've, you've got him over between a rock and a hard place, and uh, that's what China's got us now. Exactly. And, uh, I, think we, I think the American people can work their way out of it. They can. And, and, you know, so many of these products we talk about are designed, and if you look at the back of your iPhone or your tablet, it says designed in California, um, made in China, right? We can make them in America. We just choose not to. And I think the Americans have to choose to, to say to Apple, I'm not going to buy your phone unless you start making it here. I'm not going to buy your products unless it's made here. We cannot give more power to a country that wants to see our demise. We have to stand up for America. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Daniel, for bringing all this together and and pointing out to us what's really going on. It's, it's, we got to say it over and over and over again. And just the people have got to understand the enemy. We've given him charge. And we need to take charge back. Thank you so much, Daniel, for all that you do with Power of the Future. Visit powerofthefuture.com and join Daniel and I twice a month right here on CSE Talk Radio as we both try to bring America home. Are you a native son or daughter of the South who pleads the stars and bars? Someone not born in Dixieland, but who is a Johnny Reb at heart and looking for a place to shop that promotes Southern heritage? Well, your search is over. Dixie Republic is the place to go for all things celebrating the Confederacy and promoting Southern pride. Inside the log cabin, just outside Traveler's Rest, South Carolina, Dixie Republic has t-shirts, hats, videos, flags, books, belt buckles, and some of the best mouth-watering barbecue sauce that will ever touch your lips. There's just about everything you want honoring the South at Dixie Republic. Well, you say that South Carolina's a bit too far for you to drive? Have no fear, my friend. All of this is just a mouse click away. Go online at www.dixierepublic.com. Your home for all things celebrating the Confederacy and promoting Southern pride. Here's to the crazy ones. The misfits. The rebels. The troublemakers. The round pegs in the square holes. The ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules, and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. About the only thing you can't do is ignore them. Because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. 